Welcome to Quick History, a podcast where I give you a history lesson in 10 minutes or less. I am Matt, the ruler of worlds, but only during the second Tuesday in August when it's really hot out and I stay inside where the air conditioning is. King Tutankhamun, otherwise known as King Tut, otherwise known as Tater Tut, otherwise known as Pizza Tut, was an ancient Egyptian pharaoh who was the last of his royal family to rule during the end of the 18th dynasty for nine years from 1332 to 1323 BC. His dad is thought to be Pharaoh Akhenaten and his mummy was his dad's sister, identified through DNA, though her name is not known. They called her the Younger Lady. Tut took the throne at eight or nine years old under the unheard of viziership of his eventual successor, A. They may have been related, just like he was to his wife, his paternal half-sister, Ankinesinamun. Ankinesinamun. They were pregnant twice, but lost both kids. When he became pharaoh, he took the throne name Nebgepirur. Standing five foot six, he had large front incisors and an overbite that resembled his royal line. After studying the clothing found in his tomb, the dimensions of his loincloths and belts indicated he had a narrow waist and rounded hips. It has been theorized that he suffered from gynecomastia, Marfan syndrome, Wilson Turner X linked intellectual disability syndrome. Froelich syndrome, Kleinfelter syndrome, androgen insensitivity syndrome, <sighs> aromatase excess syndrome, and Antley Bixter syndrome, or one of its variants. King Tut was not a physical specimen either, rather physically disabled, with a deformity of his left foot along with bone necrosis that made him have to use a cane when he walked, and he had contracted several strains of malaria. His physical ailments are probably related to his ancestral parents. Incest is best. After a CT scan in 2005, King Tut was shown to have a partially cleft hard palate and possibly a mild case of scoliosis. While his left foot was deformed, he also had a flat right foot with hypophalangism. Some dispute his club foot. During his reign, Tutankhamun restored the ancient Egyptian religion after its dissolution by his dad, enriched and endowed the priestly orders of two important cults, and began restoring old monuments damaged during the previous Amarna period. He dug up and reburied his dad's remains in the Valley of the Kings and relocated the capital from Akhetaten back to Thebes. King Tut died at 18 or 19 years old, though there are no surviving records of his death, so we don't know exactly what it was that killed him, though there are plenty of things that could have. I mean, did you hear that list of crap he had? Even with that list, there's still a good possibility he died of sickle cell anemia, the last possible remaining thing he could have had wrong with him. There's also talk that maybe he was killed in a chariot accident. King Tutankhamun was buried in a small tomb, considering his status. It was like a mobile home of tombs. His death probably happened quicker than expected before the completion of a bigger, better, grander royal tomb, causing him to be buried in a smaller tomb intended for someone else who was poorer and lesser than he was. 
but back in those days, the housing market was horrible, so he's lucky he got anything at all. His tomb was lost because it had been buried by debris from subsequent tombs, and workers' houses were built over the tomb entrance because apparently there wasn't room in the vast desert for a couple of houses. King Tut was discovered in 1922 by Howard Carter in a nearly intact tomb. It contained over 5,000 artifacts, renewed public interest in ancient Egypt, and his mask is now in the Egyptian Museum and remains a popular symbol. His fame is primarily due to how well his tomb was preserved and the constant global exhibitions of his artifacts, not to mention all the press his discovery had. John Manship White wrote in his 1977 edition of Carter's The Discovery of the Tomb of Tutankhamun Forward, the pharaoh who in life was one of the least esteemed of Egypt's pharaohs has become in death the most renowned. The deaths of a few of those who were involved with his tomb's discovery were attributed to the curse of the pharaohs, which was probably made up by newspapers trying to get sales at the time of the discovery. The most prominent death story was of George Herbert, 5th Earl of Carnarvon, who died on April 5, 1923, five months after the discovery of the first step leading down to the tomb on November 4, 1922. The cause of his death was pneumonia supervening on facial erysipelas. The Earl had been in an automobile accident in 1901, making him very unhealthy and frail. His doctor suggested a warmer climate, so in 1903 the Carnarvons traveled to Egypt where the Earl became interested in Egyptology. Along with the stresses of the excavation, he was already in bad shape when an infection led to pneumonia. A study showed that of the 58 people who were present when the tomb and sarcophagus were opened, only eight died within 12 years, although by now they're all dead, probably. Most likely. This episode was written in hieroglyphics from tablets taken from Wikipedia. No tombs were raided in the making of this episode, though there is a curse on this podcast. I am King Matten Common, and this has been Quick History. Tune in again next week for another amazing lesson.